Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast focused on the Radiant Black comic book series, as well as all things Masterverse. This is a superhero universe created by Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. Today, we're going to be talking about Radiant Pink number three, and I'm joined, I'm Bash, and I'm joined by my amazing friends and fellow co-hosts, Charlie, Matt, and Addy. How are you guys? Um, doing pretty well over here. Um, can't wait to talk about this one. We got a couple issues piling up, so we got a got Radiant Black 22 to talk soon, and we got this good, good one to talk about. So, yeah, lots of good stuff, um, coming everyone's way. And, um, yeah, can't wait to get into this with uh, you guys. Yeah, I'm doing good too. Supermassive is inching closer and closer by the day. Can't wait for that. And, uh, got a couple more issues of Radiant Pink till that wraps, wraps up. So, Excited to get into uh, today's issue. Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, when you hear that kind of news, it just kind of rocks your world. I got one of those little tidbits of information that just kind of like, yeah, you know, you have to digest it for a few days. So, you know, my world's a little rocked, but uh, this is a good distraction. Hear getting that, in. It's not even, yeah, it's no worries. You know, uh, people have to deal with, deal with other shit, but for sure. thanks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited to uh, get a little distraction here with uh, the quantum mania. It's not just contained to the MCU. Apparently uh, we've got uh, very much feels like quantum mania. Interesting. We can go anywhere with the issue. Maybe we'll go anywhere with the podcast. Let's find out. I think this issue really solidified the tone of the series. And I think it's just a fun, like many series have been enjoying uh, title, the world's worst love story uh, of issue three. And we've got, Creative team with writers of Megan Camarena and Mosa Flores, uh, artist Emma Kubert, colorist Rebecca Nalti, letter DC Hopkins, and uh, creative director Kyle Higgins, of course, and Massiverse, and editor and designer Michael Basuto. So um, I actually like this issue a lot because they finally revealed quite a few things <clears throat> that we've been looking forward to over the course of this miniseries. And I think right off the bat, it starts with small like mini origin for kelly and uh we see like a year ago she lost someone really close to her presumably her partner or her friend so that kind of you know put her into some sort of spiral which led her towards uh, reaching out to the sketchy people in order to get the, the this job that she's on right now which we realize like she's not even in that deep because she doesn't even really know much so I find I found that to be an interesting uh, setup. She's definitely being used, to say the least. Like she she wanted some money, and they kind of took advantage of her. And she has she's not as sinister, at least as as we've been led to believe so far. Yeah, yeah I met, I've ever uh, like that first issue. We were kind of just la like not laughing, but it was just pretty pretty crazy just to see her like just being okay with them dropping hospitals on people and stuff. Uh, so it's it kind of cool just seeing in this kind of that little flashback um, and just just to show kind of her real her real motivations behind this. And and yeah, even that flashback that was uh, yeah pretty heavy stuff and uh, just shows kind of the desperation, kind of getting into this thing, kind of hell hell bent in a way. Yeah, no, good. Helping vibes is true. Because I was thinking we've got a lot of like hospital, like we know, like we know the situation in the U.S. and Medicare. Like we know that you're pretty effed if you don't have the money to pay for a lot of surgeries. And a lot of times it's, it's gross that it comes down to money, uh, whether you can be treated or what kind of treatment you get. And 
Question of the day, when is it justified to uh, blow up a children's hospital? Because not yet for Kelly. I haven't I haven't reached the threshold. I still don't. Yeah. If, if people kept doing that, like shitty things happen to everybody every single day. And if you do stuff like that, like you can't trust those people they are doing it. If they're going to bomb a hospital, it's like, oh, can we make sure we just bomb it, like a little bit? And nobody dies. Like It, it was smoke. supposed to be little, little, little bombs. That's yeah, just... I, I think I think they they made it seem like to her it's just going to be like a little smoke, like more like a, a distraction more so than something violent. For sure. But um, I, I, it does, in hindsight, it does make her her hard, like, because we were, like, we were wondering, right? Like, the first two issues, she comes across, like, pretty mean, pretty, like, hard. She's trying to almost keep this, like, tempo, this, maintain this level of cool. And now, looking at it through this through this perspective, you realize it was more of an act. Like, yeah, she's pretty strong. She's a pretty strong person. She's dealt with a lot. But also, she... she she puts on this like you know this mean girl act to make it seem like you know everything's in control when in reality she's just much she's just as much not in control as uh, Eva and and we'll find out more about that as the as the issue progresses. So Eva like I, I don't know what she's sleeping on, but it looks really comfortable. <laughs> like a beanbag, like a beanbag yeah. chair, fuzzy, a, a fuzzy big, beanbag. Big beanbag. Chair. Yeah. The cat's bad, and that's why he's so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's true. No, this is uh, this is good, and then yeah, that, this was funny to just see see the cat just sitting over there. And um, actually, um, I, I thought it was a bit uh, like a lot bigger. It kind of like lo looks a little down to scale over here. It was just kind of it, it looks a lot less menacing than it did last issue, just coming in to tear them up. So that was uh, kind of a funny reveal. And then just leading into, um, I thought it was really cool. We'll talk about it later, but I like my favorite thing about this issue is like kind of the twist of like kelly's like motivations but also that like the armor being kind of like integrated which we'll talk about kind of in a little bit yeah it's interesting i like that the heat uh between them immediately in terms of like um pink wants answers like eva wants answers she wants to understand what's what's going on she doesn't she feels like her trust uh has been violated in a way and and she doesn't really trust Kelly, and that's understandable, of course. Kelly's been manipulative this entire time. And she, that, you know, that's where we get to the part where we're all like focused on the kids' hospital, and that's understandable. They get into a little fight. Um, she, you know, that, th there's this really cool scene we get, or this really cool page um, where, you know, the emotions, tensions are high. Eva lunges at. Kelly misses, but then she lunges at her again. You get this really cool close-up of her face just, like, yelling. And she fucking sp smacks, like, she, sp she punches Kelly in the face. But when, when she hits her, she also portals them to a different uh, place somewhere uh, in, in the desert somewhere, desert planet. And that's where they continue their fight. Um, but let's, let's point out a few things here. First of all, despite the fact that Kelly is new to everything that's going on right now like you guys said uh, the whole armor situation she's she's pretty like adept at already she can handle herself she's not afraid of taking eva on and i i, I honestly i kind of like that <laughs> well she could definitely match eva's energy and like spunk i guess she's not she's not gonna back down to her because i feel like part of it too at the same time like yeah they each other well, the perma charge, but they they need each other. She at the end of the day, no matter how much they hate each other or or like each other, they they still need each other to get out of here and get back to Earth or whatever, right? 
Definitely. And and it's interesting because that's that's where it comes to next. Instead of fighting, like Kelly almost takes advantage of of uh, I don't know if that's like a nerve, like if 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 she's like put her hand on her shoulder to like you know like you know grab a nerve or that's more like an intimate scene i'm not like entirely sure i think it works either way but either i i i, I like to think it's more the intimacy I, th- I think it's more the intimacy too that's yeah. how i read it yeah i want to i want to think that she's playing on 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 the the fact that they both like each other there and that there's something genuine and, and you know we see that there is something genuine like yeah kelly played Eva this entire time, the past uh, three issues, but there is like a genuine uh, feeling for for her there. Like she does really like her and she admires her because she is a hero in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Both- and I, I think also too, um, like the kind of the flashback and kind of her just being thrown into this really like makes their like relationship. It makes me believe a lot more that they're going to get together. I know that was kind of a, a big question in the first um, issue or two like oh is she just playing eva or whatever um or is she actually falling in love with her but i, I think for sure yeah she's she's kind of she's catching the feels re- real quick here and yeah just just shows a lot of the dynamic and uh just hardship between the two of them yeah um i think what's interesting is the background information we got about um about uh it was really it is tragic like it was kind of an asshole there is no justification for blowing up a hospital but I mean, like you, you lo- she lost her partner, right? Like, or I assume, right? We assume it's her partner that she lost. They're both kind of on the rebound. Yeah, yeah she calls her babe. So yeah, it's yeah. her partner. My yeah. read is that her partner had a surgery while she was pregnant and lost the baby. That's my that's my read. I don't know if that's incorrect, but that was the vibe I got when I read yeah. that. Was, yeah, there was a miscarriage. And in my personal experience, I've had family members that have suffered through that and it can stick with you for the rest of your life. Like it, I've seen it, like it, it, it sticks with you that on top of someone taking their life those are holes that can't really be filled and that's serious issues where like i kind of end talking and talking myself into sympathy for kelly because like those things can't you can't fix those you know what i mean like you can talk you can just be the best person you can be here but there's not a lot you can do with that stuff it's terrible and i wouldn't wish it on anybody and it's it's immense stuff it's heavy heavy shit like heavier than anything you could drop on somebody if you're in black even making that joke i feel like an asshole but that shit will warp your entire existence uh pun unintended that's how you know also i'm doing unintended puns still kind of joking just processing how fucked up it is but seriously it is fucked up and i wouldn't wish on anybody and you know i i almost feel like this book should have the uh the hotline numbers like dead lucky because this is important stuff and uh no it, it weighs on a person so you kind of understand kelly she has nothing and you're in a rebound and it's almost like the dark darkest timeline kelly where it's like kelly lost a breakup but z still exists there's still a future possibly where z is there but for you know for poor kelly she's never going to see presumably a close partner right anybody you know in your life that leaves that way is gonna is gonna stick with you in some way but if it's someone that close to you it's gonna be like an a-bomb on your your soul like it's fucked so i mean this is heavy stuff and yeah uh, yeah yeah um so that's where that's why i think eva makes a big decision and tells her like you know what i'll trust you it was one condition you got to remove the armor and and that's where we get, I think, the most one of the most interesting reveals yeah. of the issue. Yeah, like she can't take off the armor. It's like yeah, such cool. I, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect this. Yeah. I expected something like this, but like not. I I, I feel like I, I expected more like the that something like that they were 
watching them through the armor, but the fact that it's literally yeah. like yeah, sunken cool. into her skin, it's a very interesting dynamic now. Blue because... Beetle shit. Yeah, well, well, yeah, for sure. And 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 kind of like um to like kind of bring up their question later on, do you think this is just the technology itself doing this, or is this a side effect of them like just or the radiant mm -hmm. overpowering the technology? Yeah, exactly. No, that's a great point. It's like it's it's not really clear whether it's it's them doing it or or whether the technology just like sort of latched itself like sent yeah. i don't know that's very interesting yeah you don't have a choice right like it's like even if you made the choice like it's it's locked on to you so i don't know if it's radiant tech we know radiant tech does like to pair for life as we've seen with it sink sinking is permanent as we've seen so i mean it could be either or it seems like epic front wouldn't be against that like i could see shifting like oh you thought that our deal was over well good luck taking that off so you know it could be difficult it's also worth noting that's kind of like their whole business model, right? They they give people, or like Epic Front did this too, where they give people like a taste of power, like uh, Anya, right? Wasn't that her name? The, mm -hmm. the violinist? Yeah, Doppler. Anya, Doppler, Anya. yeah, Doppler. They give them a taste of power, but then they have to keep coming back for more. So yeah. this is kind of their way of trapping Kevin, <laughs> literally and yeah. figuratively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we get to the best part of the issue, which is fucking Kitty Kitty, right? <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so I, they finally get around to the alpha in the room, or in, in this case, the big cat in the room, uh, and and they talk about you know, like what happened to uh, well, you know, they're scared, they need to figure something out, but then they see a big cat charging at them, and it's not really at them; it's more like to prevent them from fighting. I feel like I feel like that's what really happened there. But yeah, that's that's when they say here, kitty, kitty, and the cat grumbles. And they realize Eva has a really cool epiphany moment. This is really cool. She pushes a red button on the ship and it it, it activates some sort of like a uh, voice. Like universal translator. So now they can all understand each other. <laughs> and this you get like your, your Dr. Doolittle moment because she can talk to the cat. The cat can talk to her. The cat's very intelligent as well, which, which I love. But... Um, engineering yeah. degree like if this was starfleet they'd be on in the, you know i love this this is great this is great because the cat can actually basically is one of the one of the cats that runs the ship but not the main cat that runs the ship because its species doesn't have opposable thumbs i thought that was really funny I really, <laughs> really enjoyed oh, that. that was good from and from the planet cat neep for yeah. that that was kind of funny too but you yeah can... no this was this yeah it was kind of just just adds a little bit of character but i'm i'm still like it, I still have it questioning in my head. Um, like in that first issue, they were talking about, is this a conjure of her own imagination or, or are these just worlds she's traveling to? Um, like, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious if there's actually a, like this universal kind of Imperial galactic empire of cats kind of running around oh, there. There definitely is. I, I, I think, I think it, it, it definitely yeah. seems more like that in this issue. I think, I just think it's kind of, uh, it's definitely it's definitely odd. <laughs> it's definitely she's, odd. So she's like Franklin Richards, uh, like Franklin Richards upside, right? Like she can just make her own dude, world. We're, ta we're talking about the worlds with like glitter vomit that like tried to eat you, and then in no, this I know, case, but like yeah, living know, water, right? Isn't there like sentient water in this issue? Yes, like, I, yeah, yeah, that, that was a cool. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I love the crazy. I actually really like. I I said I think last episode I was like this is gonna be the issue that makes or breaks the miniseries in terms of like what this miniseries is. And I, we finally figured it out. It's just like a fun, like kind of, it really is like Bill and Ted, 
but it's more like Kelly and, and Eva, and they just do fun shit around the uh, the universe. And it's really fun, honestly. That, like, I'm glad that we're doing something super lighthearted in the Massiverse because, uh, like like uh, Matt said, most of it has been like pretty dark shit or like dealing with very serious like adult shit. So it's like to have something, and we we have a fair bit of adult and dark shit in this issue and in this miniseries. But overall, just to have something really light and fun and and just genuinely like crazy like just you know go out it, out there it, they weren't afraid it, to like you know? go super silly yeah. and like full mm -hmm. full funny stuff in this issue and that's i think that's why this issue won me over too like this, this yeah. is definitely my favorite issue so far yeah like his, his, my name is kitty kitty of the galactic imperial kitty kitty <laughs> i am the third heir to the kitty queen of the planet cat the fourth i want to say is that the fourth or the sixth i don't know my roman numbers are all yeah 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 so yeah so just like that's fucking amazing and then the next yeah. thing is my ship was marooned here two cat nights ago like come on that's just amazing yeah i had i, I had a lot of fun with this i will be disappointed if if uh, kitty kitty does not bring his forces mm -hmm. uh, to fight in the radiant war that's actually amazing scene. that's that's the quantum mania of it all like that's what we mm -hmm. really need there yeah no, this, also, I'm, I'm not gonna lie like this is a great character but yeah sorry go oh top tier top tier for tearless spoiler for our tier list for year two or year three <laughs> that's tier. That's i will tier. oh 100 um i will say this it would have been amazing if he had the ai in the ship just so that nobody he could like i understand you but i'm still ignoring you because i am a cat deep down it would be amazing <laughs> we all know what cats are like like i think they can't understand this like my cat knows some english my cat knows the word treats and stuff like that she's probably clawing my door right now just hearing it but you know they do ignore they I, the cats are smarter than they let on so i i do like that quite a bit what you guys think of this big moment on the next page where you know Edith is just like maybe portaling back but sticking her head which is genius sticking her head through a portal to see first <laughs> if it's the right place and uh it looks like i mean it is it doesn't look like it it is. it's apex it's apex city right there and we, we you, you get a glimpse of apex city torn out of its uh existence as it, as it has been in, in book one number two and we see it there just in the middle of space and eva's just like nope uh this is definitely not the world we're looking for that's a fun little another little pop culture reference those are not the ones you're looking for you know mm -hmm. but um yeah what you guys think of this i thought it was a really fun little homage oh definitely and i think uh, tell me if you guys agree about it. in my opinion we need a little more stuff to connect inferno go red to other like massive I, like, like now we know pink thing can thing get right there right like yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't it yeah. before someone said like supermassive happened because of a random like we we can't have supermassive without yeah. inferno girl red and yeah. i'm like that's not true because we have pink right yep yeah we can do we can go now. the other way around yeah that's true yeah. yeah that's a good point and yeah like ali said it's yeah it's it never hurts to add add more of this stuff it kind of just yeah it makes it it makes it really cool and and like we said like what like we were talking about before if you were to if you didn't read this series like you wouldn't really be missing anything by not seeing this but it's just kind of a cool add-on in there just to show kind of if you're if you're reading anything it's just kind of a, a cool cool touch there and and apex it does does look really nice too here the coloring's really 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 good job on this page yeah, if this is your first time seeing Apex City and you're wondering what the hell it is, I, I could not recommend Infernal Girl Red anymore. Uh, so definitely definitely check that out. The themes are downright medicinal in that book and the art and the writing and just everything about it is fucking amazing. So check that out. And it was, it was cool to see the pop-in. So I do like that Pink is the connective tissue. Like she literally could bring everyone together. 
you know, and you don't need a whole Doctor Strange movie just to bring her in. It's perfect, you know, so it's great. And I love that addition uh, of Apex. It's just a nice cameo, you know, just rewarding the Massiverse fans. And it's also like, hey, this exists. And I do like, it is nice that we have more con more connections to Infernal Girl Red, but also I do like that she's doing her own separate thing. So it's like entirely up to what Matt and Erica want to do. It's kind of a double-edged sword, right? So it's nice that they're separate, but also not too far away where there's multiple methods to connect if they need to. Yeah, that's a really good point. And and I like that for 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 a change. Like realistically speaking, if you're in a situation with someone, you're in the heat of it. You know, it's tense, and you see a big fucking talking cat. Like you're gonna forget about what the fuck was going on. You're gonna talk to the big cat. So I like that. That's what like what's genuinely happened so far in this issue is that you know, yeah, they were arguing, but Kitty Kitty's now here, and everyone's focused on Kitty Kitty as they should be. Um, but yeah, so Kitty Kitty is actually really cool and tells them that they're his, uh, I actually don't know what Kitty Kitty's gender is. I'm going to say their lead engineer was killed in the crash and he was the only one with the opposable thumbs. So, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Wait, wait, <laughs> so does this imply that the Kitty Kitty race has like different other people, other species working for yeah. them or enslaved on other species with opposable <laughs> thumbs to work for them? No, it could no, be like no, a mutation. Big question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a cat with six. Yeah, uh, with, yeah I had a cat yeah. with six toes growing up, and he had. Like yeah, but were they opposable? I mean, he could pick shit up better than the regular cats. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, I don't know. He wasn't like driving a car or anything. He says he says my breed. So if it's like a breed thing, then it's just different versions mm. of cats, right? Like there's dogs, different breeds, have yeah. different sizes. Yeah. yeah. So Major. so yeah. Hmm. I was just gonna say major Futurama vibes in this episode because we have sentient water in Futurama season one, the iconic episode, my three sons, and then we have uh, sentient like smart cats. There was a really great episode about that that I really enjoyed, and so it's like I, anytime you remix those kind of thoughts, I'm always down for it because they're really cool concepts with like infinite possibilities. So it was really <laughs> nice to see that here. I mean, he has four eyes, right? So he maybe his breed has like different, uh, uh, like they evolved in different ways. Maybe the the breed he's talking about, the one with the opposable thumbs, maybe they only have like two eyes, for example. Yeah, I don't want to misgender, uh, you know, the cat here, but I do think it does <laughs> indicate he's most likely male, right, or whatever, and I don't know what the, uh, you know, what it's like over there. But yeah, I said I should probably go today. But yeah, either way, Kitty Kitty kicks uh, lots of ass ass, so whatever. Yeah, I, I, I do, I do, I do like that, like the dialogue as well. It feels very natural. I like how, like, he was just like, oh, we have thumbs, we have lots of them, four. Uh, but yeah, so that's apparently what it takes to use, uh, but, but oh, Wait, before we get there, you, you were talking about whether the cat has like cat-like qualities, like it would be funny if it ignored them. I do like the pettiness in this next panel right here, where the cat says, Ha, will the mean one break my bones again? And then Kelly says, Oh my god, it was just a little <laughs> squeeze. And then and then Kitty replies, Or steal my energy bubbles because we will need them. And so there is that bit of pettiness, that little, you know, cat glare in that in that one panel. But uh, yeah, we realize it's gonna power the the escape pod, um, and the reason that Kitty Kitty hasn't been able to do so is because of the opposable thumb disaster. There's another really cute moment I gotta say, which I, I really genuinely laughed out loud when I read. This was this was a really funny issue for me, and just overall really enjoyable. Uh, when he when Kelly says, "Didn't we end up on a desert planet? Why is it raining?" And then Kitty says, we are not on a dessert planet. There was nothing sweet outside. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, that's the, it's like a typical cat thing in my opinion. But yeah, that was great. 
Yeah, that, that yeah that that was good. Cat Cat's got a, lo- a little bit of sense of humor, so it's good. But also, I don't. Yeah, he probably doesn't know what a desert is. It's kind of a more of a Earth thing, maybe. I don't know. Um, but no, this was this was cool and kind of uh, the introduction page of one of the one of the most unique villains i'd say in the in the massiverse so far Dude, this is uh, some rick and morty shit right here i swear to god this was fucking awesome yeah this, yeah, this was awesome oh yeah, by the way uh, pretty menacing uh, puddles of water here we have to call this episode now this is podcasting if we're getting an anakin reference in this like come on no that that's lame i saw another podcast do that actually fuck that i have no original ideas sue me uh but yeah i the the idea i'd like that the cat is the voice of reason here right because like i feel like there is a lot of in this of like even kelly fight we we fix the day, but like there's still deep seated issues and they still kind of hate each other. Like they do have to work together, but the cat's like that's not even the planet we. Flew. I know I jumped ahead, but it's like that's not even the planet we flew from. You know there is a lot of that, so I feel like by five or six, like a definitive thing has to come. You know come out, and we'll probably get more of Kelly's story. I assume not to jump too far ahead. Oh yeah, I I think one thing this series has done really really well is balance in every issue, uh, balance enough time first of all between. Kelly's character and then Eva. I think that I think Megan and Melissa have done a really good job in providing both ample amounts of space and develop uh, to for development and dialogue and all that. And also just looking into their backgrounds. I think you do that less with Eva because we know more about her, but we do see a, a lot of her and how she's reacting to these big situations. But then the insights into Kelly, right through the back through the uh, uh, the memories and the, and all that good stuff. I, I've really appreciated that, and I think. I'm honestly like really invested in Kelly as a character. I think she's one of the best side characters in the Massiverse, to be honest, in terms of how how much they've developed her and how interesting she is, at least in my opinion. I could agree with that. She's got a lot more flushing out than a lot of like other than like Doppler, like Ali mentioned earlier. Like there's not as many characters in the Rose Gallery that have been definitely of the Radiant Pink side characters. She's the most fleshed out. Yep. Um, just a quick question for you guys. Um, Eva didn't or did, didn't see or doesn't know about how Kelly got involved in all this stuff with the hospital, right? That was kind of just for the reader. Yeah, that's like a, yeah. that was like a flashback. Okay, we, so Eva yeah. still really doesn't doesn't know like no, she she doesn't know. That's why like when we when we see like as a reader, you really feel it in that page when basically she's telling her like I really didn't know that they mm-hmm. were gonna bomb the children, but then Eva's like, how can I trust anything you say? And it really, you really feel it even more there because it's like she's trying to be earnest. If she's trying to open up to her, but it's like you, you don't really fault Eva for 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 not trusting her because you can you can almost say this entire time Eva's been naive because what did she say earlier? She's like, I see a like a you know a hot woman and I immediately like become an idiot. You know, like, oh, just, <laughs> yeah. Like, right? oh yeah, right. She's operating uh, on so, teenage boy brain, hundred percent. There's yeah, no question. So, yeah, so it's like it, it's it's really interesting to see like no, she's finally snapped back into it. She's like I she says that earlier, right? In the and the, I thought this was a really profound moment. This is where she says, I am Eva, I'm Marine Pink. And she's just like she almost remembers like I'm a fucking superhero. Like I you know what I mean? I could just deal with this. <laughs> it's just like but but yeah, so no, I th- I think I think there's definitely it's been the conflict between the two has been handled really well. And it's it's and I, I love the balance between that, like you guys said, the dramatic, but also the Bill and Ted of it all, where it's like there's just genuinely these two people at the heart of like a, an adventure throughout the multiverse. There is like, yeah, like you said, like a quantumania, a fun quantumania component to it. Um, I love I, I love the the when they're finally using their opposable thumbs to power the escape pod and escape. There's <laughs> just like a dialogue where 
Eva, Eva's telling Kelly, hell yeah, Kelly, use those opposable thumbs. <laughs> it's just like, the dialogue is so funny, like genuinely, it's just such a fun issue. And then you see a panel of Kelly, Eva, a freaking kitty kitty just smushed into this like tiny ass escape pod. <laughs> like, it's genuinely hilarious. But uh, yeah, they managed to escape from the ship. And I, I have, the for me, the whole thing is like, I have no idea where they're escaping to right now. They just kind of seem just to want to fly away from the, from the desert planet. And Get that's where the rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kitty's like, that was not the pixel planet as a navigator. I'm concerned. It's like, no shit. That wasn't the pixel. planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, little, a little captain obvious there, but uh, yeah, no, that was, <laughs> that was kind of good. And then, then we get kind of the Anakin, Anakin uh, kind of mentioned there, like, like Matt was saying. And then, um, yeah, we get. I, I I love this next page here. Kind of like Eva goes goes right for the kiss for Kelly um, to Kelly, and then just that the face on Kitty Kitty just like hissing, but just just killed me. That was, yeah, it was great. That was good stuff. I hope that's not yeah. foreshadowing for Kitty Kitty's fate. Like I hope he isn't like crawling out of a you know pools of water like melting. Oh, you know, like <laughs> like freaking uh, like like titular Anakin. Not titular. I screwed it up. But yeah, I do want to say I'd like the intimacy of the scene where uh, Kelly's trying to take the brace off. Right. I mean. We've all been there trying to get. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But it is very reminiscent. You thought a bra was hard to get off. This thing like clamps on your skin, but wouldn't even have noticed if it's like stuck to you. I feel like you kind of know if it's not like moving with your body and stuck to you and stuff. And also, I kind of, uh, I don't know. We didn't really highlight it, but she was saying she was kind of getting like amped up on the power of getting powered up by her. Like I don't know if it was like an emotional thing or she just had more energy. But that's kind of interesting. I didn't know it like physically like affected like the person's like how they felt. Like it's like your you know absolute unlimited power to make another Star Wars reference. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, like we said a bunch of times, this is just kind of a, a fun issue um, for me overall. Um, like it was, yeah, it j- just kind of a blast. More more kitty kitty can never, never hurt for sure. And j- just th- this kind of, um, like this one for me will be a, l- a little memorable just because of that Apex little cameo there. So that was just kind of just builds it into the, the larger massive verse as a whole. And uh, yeah, this is just kind of kind of good stuff after we see uh we see their fate kind of kind of come to a a tight spot here with this big this big hand is this the is this the rain here i guess like this is all the water kind of like gathered in one kind of pushing itself out and has a big hand and kind of just grabs the ship so that was definitely a cool cliffhanger for this one dude it was it was really cool it was like final boss moment <laughs> just yeah. like coming back for you and mm. it was really funny because and speaking of like cat being a cat kitty earlier in this issue i think when the water first lands on their ship like kitty mentions like oh water is the enemy <laughs> so like the hiss is like full panic mode towards the end you know this like giant freaking water arm coming for you um i i, I personally thought because it, we're, we're at the end of the issue there very very excited for the next issue super excited and i thought this was the perfect way to end this one i i love this issue genuinely i thought this was so much fun i thought this was the best rating big issue so far because it's just is it was just perfect it was like kind of we're, we're almost crescendoing to like the you know the, the climax of the series um what did you guys think yes yeah, definitely my favorite issue too it's got a little bit of everything a little backstory for kelly um got us to be a little more sympathetic uh towards her but I think my favorite thing about this issue, or at least something I really want to talk about, is the um, variant cover. It's 
the 125 incentive it's actually an homage to oh my god yeah no the one what by the erica yes yes it's by erica oh my god what was the game's name hades hades and i like how each so far each um incentive has been an homage to like a game right the first mm -hmm. one was portal the second one was, i think it's mirror's edge but don't quote me on that. yeah yeah and then yep. hades yeah. and the next one we got yeah. breath, breath of the wild, of the wild. Yep. yeah and super mm -hmm. cool yeah I I, I I missed the Erica one. Like someone grabbed it right before I could. Yeah, that's a really cool one. I don't it is really cool. One. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's such a nice like depiction of of uh, Eva as well. Like very badass. Very uh, reminds me a lot of of how she looks on the Radiant Black number seven cover where we see all the radiance for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Very slick. Yeah, awesome stuff. Um, yeah. So wait, what about you guys, Matt and Charlie? Do you guys like this issue? Yeah, um, I thought it was. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was my favorite pink. Uh, the, you put cats in anything, and I'm gonna. It's gonna be the best issue of that series. But like, I I enjoyed it. I'm kind of not huge on the way Eva interacts with Kelly. How it's like, okay, you know she's blowing up hospitals. You kind of got out of here, but and now you're kissing. But you know who she is. Like, if this is just a fling, cool. But like, if you go, like, if she goes back to her friend, says, "Hey, so this woman that blew up a hospital and like lied to me the entire time I've known her, we're like a thing now, or like we whatever. Like, hey, this is her. Like, it's just, you know, and I get it. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I think Kelly's depicted pretty well if like a layered character i'm like i feel bad for her and it's she's doing shitty things but it's like i know that most villains start from trauma or terrible experiences so i get it but for me like it's like and like kelly uh eva's fresh off a rebound so that's a bit of an excuse too and you're stuck it's the only person you have so you would latch on to the only other familiar aspect there so i'm kind of talking myself into it but it's still kind of like a little icky to me how it's you know i'm hoping that uh you know uh, kitty kitty or you know the brain i forget her best friend's name but uh, you know talk to her and kind of maybe be like hey it's like if you save the situation to someone maybe they you know it's, it's easy to get in these situations as they're developing like oh this this you know one step and you're at the top of the staircase but when it's all laid out for you it's like how the fuck did i get here so i'm hoping we get there uh yeah because yeah that's that's just my sentiment on it but a uh, kitty kitty is like one of the best additions to the massive verse maybe since existence <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you guys yeah. think does kelly become like part of team eva by the end of this miniseries i could definitely yeah i could definitely see that for sure i think it's it's heading that way but i definitely i definitely agree with a lot of matt's points there it's kind of i think too here like like kind of like they're going through a lot together kind of all their adrenaline's racing all the time but yeah i don't know we we don't we still don't know a lot about kelly i guess to be fair um like we know she's gone through a lot of stuff um but yeah, I think there definitely there definitely could be a lot of red flags with the team and and uh, accepting Kelly um, and stuff. But I, I think it could be an interesting dynamic for sure. She'll be on the Thunderbolts with with Satomi soon. <laughs> Satomi's Thunderbolts are coming. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I would buy. I would buy that. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'd buy that. Fucking led led by Owen or something. Like I don't know. Like how you. Uh, but I, I gotta say, like, and this is more of a teaser for for next episode, so we're, we're not gonna get full of this. But I've never seen, like, in in like I've been reading comics a long time, relatively speaking, at least relative to my age, like twenty years plus, right? And I've never seen a character work up people the way Braden from Braden Black twenty twenty two, like pissed off, like pretty much ever. <laughs> like this is this is one of the most hated fictional characters out there <laughs> like but uh, forget sheer man this guy took 
Oh no, Sheer, Sheer was funny though. Like Sheer, we we laughed at kind of yeah. like you know, you know, like pity laughed at because he was stupid. You know what I mean? Like not stupid yeah. in terms of how he's written, but like he's an actual stupid person. But like, but like, man, Brayden. <laughs> Lis- listeners, write in, write in an essay. How is he not the worst character in the Massive Verse? If you've already read the issue, and we'll read I, it on I mean, air. Yeah, <laughs> I think it hurts. I think like Brayden's like his 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 character sucks so much like in terms of people hate him so much because not only is he written so well like di- like Kyle writes him so well he feels he like a person like, you it feels like a real person like everyone yeah. knows right like everyone knows mm-hmm. that's that one person who's like Brayden and just like damn you know yep yeah just terrible absolutely terrible and I, yeah can't, definitely can't wait to dive dive more into that kind of when we talk about 22 but yeah just to real piece of work there and and i think i think it was definitely uh definitely coming to just just kind of hearing mentions about him uh definitely didn't sound like di- di- didn't sound like the best guy but i just for me personally i can't wait for marshall to meet him <laughs> for sure um so yeah guys coming up soon uh by the time this episode goes live it's going to be about a week before no one releases so make sure you check out no one number one we all got a chance to read it everybody loved it can't wait to hear the podcast with Rachel and Patton Oswald, uh, Rachel Lakehook and Patton Oswald. It's going to be a blast. So, you know, get on top of that. Make sure you check it out. It's really good. And then Radiant Pink number four comes out April 5th, 2023. Sorry, 2023. So put your orders in for that. The next issue is titled Space. And the synopsis reads, Ava, sorry, Eva and Kelly are closer to home than ever before. But can their blossoming relationship survive the journey? Or are they doomed to crash and burn? So yeah, um, it, I, and on the cover, Kelly looks pretty fucking sinister. I'll say that. So, um, yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, one twenty one twenty five uh, variant. So you can't go wrong with that by Megan Wong. And in terms of our Patreon, we have the Radiant Black Patreon. If you want to support the podcast directly, we really appreciate everyone's support. Uh, and we appreciate our Patreons, our Patreons being Noah, Patrick, and Joe J. Thank you so much for your support, guys. Everything In terms of... Important. And uh, yeah. uh, we love it. And uh, if you can't support the podcast financially, which I totally understand at these times, just uh, if review. you can review the pod, yeah, review, uh, like if you're on YouTube, you know, throw us the comments. What's, tell us your favorite things. Tell us, uh, you know, just anything, really. Any interaction really helps us out. And it doesn't cost you a thing except a fraction of your soul and time. Just kidding. Just whatever you can do. We love it. <laughs> And just listening is enough too. So don't I'm I'm shaming everyone that doesn't pay me. No, I'm just kidding. That's really shitty to say. <laughs> so pick up pick up pick up Radiant Pink. It's great for a fun time. If you want something different from um the other Masterverse titles that are a lot more serious where we're dealing with, with you know heavy heavy things. And this this has its doses of, of uh, heavy themes, but overall a lot more lighthearted, a lot more fun, a lot of kitties, a lot of cats in this one. And in terms of uh uh, Supermassive 2023. We just got the full cover reveal, and we got on the reveal uh, of the cover. We saw that it's a wraparound cover on the front. Everyone's seen the front so far on the solicits, but on the back we have uh, what looks like Night Sun riding a fiery horse. So, what did you guys think about that? Super exciting. That looks awesome. I'm excited to see more of Night Sun. Like his introduction already was great. Seems like a great character. Can't wait to see a little bit more of him. I hope he makes uh, an appearance in Supermaster too. I feel like it would make sense if we're doing like Holy Grail yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 
yeah that's true um yeah i hope uh i hope we see some good horse action um yeah i'm curious if that horse is gonna break out some powers as well uh maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a rogue sun to itself maybe maybe it just doesn't uh, uh oh my god but, <laughs> but we'll see we'll see <laughs> rogue uh, horse are, you, are you talking about the are you talking about the grail what's that no, I'm talking about the horse, oh. like the, oh, the, the, the horse, night sun yeah. horse. Oh my god! I was like, awesome. I was like, how is he even manifesting it though? Because like, because uh, I don't, I, yeah, that, I don't think that's possible, but uh, I'd love to see it. Dude, but you know, I would love to see it too. But I'm saying, like, people, <laughs> if that is truly the night sun, and he's somehow involved in all this, I'm wondering like how they're gonna bring him. I guess like make him physically tangible because like right. If correct me if I'm not wrong, all these. Uh, former not, uh, rogue sons that Dylan can see, they they he's the only one that can see them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very, dude, that horse is so cool. We need, I, I hope someone, I hope like, like it just it just shows up because, like, I mean, I, I feel like obviously it's gonna if it's on the cover, but yeah, I can't wait to see how well that plays out. I, I just want to say the holy grail aspect that, that just always every time I reread that, that has me even more excited because the implications are so wild. Like you guys mentioned before, this is. This definitely leans more into the rogue sun corner of the universe, considering it's like a supernatural esque sort of lore kind of stuff. So, what, what do you think about that? Like, I'm just, I'm just so excited about the the idea that there's genuinely a holy grail. Do you think that there is in fact going to be a holy grail, or do you think that's going to be more like, you know, just something that's there that that that's going to be more like techno technology or something else? I think it's going to be Action Comics number one, and they have to go break it out of Nick Cage's house. That's what I think. No, I, I think that it, I mean, it's alluding to being the Grail, but it could be more than the Grail. We could learn what made the Grail so special and stuff like that beyond what's the, the lore that we know of, you know, or whatever. So who knows what it could be? Uh, I think that it's open for anything. What do you guys think? I, I All I think is, like, why is Matt Groom, like, if Matt Groom, if Inferno Glow Red's not here, Matt Groom has to be doing something, right? Like, if he's involved with the writing, he has he's writing, writing villain, though, right? Isn't is, the villain is he writing? Him? Is that is that what he's doing? Yeah, I think he, he's really great with oh. female characters, and I think I think they mentioned right that he's writing for her. I, I, could I, be wrong. I have no idea, but I'm very excited because I I think there's a surprise in there if Mac Groom's involved because because like he said he's like he mentioned earlier today it was on the Twitter or Discord he said I'm still writing in, in Supermassive, but there's no. Uh, Cassie, I won't be in it. So I'm just. That'll be like, a good interview question then. Well, I mean, yeah. What parts yeah. exactly did you guys do? Tell us. No, but you know, uh, <laughs> tell me which pages right now. What page to what page did you write? <laughs> which dialogue bubbles specifically? Can you tell me the amount of dialogue bubbles? <laughs> like, yeah, no, who no, did no. the least? But, tell us. No, yeah, but I'm just curious because I feel like everyone contributes something to the book in terms of, uh, you know, their respective uh, lore, their parts of the in the massiverse and. I'm very curious what Matt's going to contribute to this book. Maybe like we see something from maybe Inferno Girl's Red's corner, but not necessarily Inferno Girl Red herself. Who knows? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a, a lot of good points. I'll, I'll also, um, I was just thinking like, maybe like you bring Night Sun into this, like being you know, the Holy Grail, like being a villain, like from his, from the past, maybe like something he's had to deal with. Um, but yeah, no, who, who knows? Ooh, lots, lots, that's a great lots of possibility. Point. That's a great point. That's actually a great point. I, I can't believe, yeah, like if it's someone from Rogue, sorry, Night Sun's time. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I yeah, feel like so, that's a really, really fucking good guess, and I could totally see that happening. Like, they're, they're totally open to some time travel shenanigans. 
Yeah, and it will kind of deal them in with like we've kind of been getting it to in to Rogue Sun a little bit, but then that will kind of like expand it out to all the books a little more. And uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Like we we've not really seen anything like that whatsoever. Like Dead Lucky deal with that. Like we've seen a lot of technology and obviously her electricity stuff, uh, but no really time travel or anything like that yet. So yeah, be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it, yeah, and it comes out. I think they said so just a quick reminder for everyone that the month supermassive 2023 releases all of the massiverse titles are going to be on hiatus because michael said they don't want to have they don't want to start a new arc and then have it be interrupted by supermassive or vice versa so they're just going to do it after supermassive which honestly makes a lot of sense i think no one will still be going on so uh, for us looking forward no one will still have that to look forward to and uh yeah i think that's pretty much everything for this episode it's it's such an exciting time for the massiverse right now oh one last thing uh there was a lot of radiant yellow talk and speculation on the discord and then mike michael said uh basically there's there are no plans currently for a radiant yellow miniseries that's not to say that there's there'll never be plans for a radiant yellow miniseries but right now the, the schedule is pretty like uh full because they have so many things coming out at different times you know it's super massive and you've got no one and then you've got after super massive you got the second arcs of all the new uh oh, sorry i'm sure the, the higgins thing. is working on radiant black it's broadway now i'm sure that they're already rehearsing now they said six uh, sorry six months for catalyst war or six issues i think so mm. we're gonna be neck deep in catalyst war for a long time here at the rating basically the second half of the whole year then holy shit yeah yeah exactly the second half of the whole year we'll be talking about catalyst war a lot and i i i like i made this joke earlier that like bb's good with electricity and robots so maybe she'd be a good recruit for catalyst war and i'm obviously joking but we really don't know what's going to happen next so um it's just like there's so much to look forward to in the masterverse and Right now, it's a great time to do a big reread before beginning both Supermassive 2023 and Catalyst War. So I know what I'm going to be doing <laughs> before yeah. we, we do. Yeah. And not to mention, if we have a Catalyst War without Kitty Kitty, like, what the hell are we even doing here? I feel like we lost <laughs> the plot. If this was even, like, the dog list, I can understand why they wanted to stay away, but come on. I, I feel like people are going to, like, latch on to Kitty Kitty as a fan favorite for a while now and we're gonna like it's gonna be so annoying we're gonna bring it up like just as much as we bring up something like kathy and then they're gonna be like they're gonna have to bring kitty kitty back at some point so like yeah nickname for kathy is is kitty right because isn't that the mom from that 70s show and they call her kitty i'm pretty sure her name is Catherine. so it all comes around it's all cats baby oh, and, all, okay. and notice how um i think that's why marshall has orson is to keep kathy away maybe she just is a cat or something <laughs> So let's tie it all together. One of these days we'll get we'll go full conspiracy theory. He just like he just gave you headcanon. I love it. Like unabashed, like full headcanon right there. You never know. I, yeah. Theories just fall out of my mouth like nothing. Let's just do this shit. So yeah. I and I love it when people work really hard on their books and hope people hit on themes. And I'm still talking about Kathy like 15 issues later. Like so, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no worries. So yeah, um, before we end here, we'll do one last thing. Upcoming Massiverse releases for the month of March. We've got Radiant uh, Pink Issue 4. We, uh, I, I don't have dates for these. I apologize, but these all come out in March. So we've got Rogue Sun Issue 11, Radiant Pink Issue 4, No One Number 1, Radiant Black 23, The Dead Lucky Volume 1, Collecting Issues 1 to 6 of Dead Lucky, and Inferno Girl Red Book 1 Part uh, Number 3. So... 
all of that coming in the month of March. That's a massive, massive verse March. We should, we should just call it massive verse March at this point because holy shit, that's a lot of uh, March a lot of goodness. But yeah, there you go. Thanks for joining us today, everyone. I do you guys? I think do you guys have anything else you want to add before we close it up? I, uh, I I think that's yeah I think that's it a lot of good stuff to come and uh, yeah I can't wait to talk about it with you guys yeah dude everyone's been picking up all those no one posters already from their from their comic book stores Jeez. so if you guys want to get them go ask your comic book stores if they have the no one poster you can just get it for free remember comic book stores actually do that so yeah if you want any of the massiverse posters ask your local comic book store and you might get lucky and yeah I'm glad to write there so we'll see you next time everyone stay radiant.